Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Got a quick question for you. When is the last time price controls worked well? Josh, cue the Jeopardy music. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if there is a time, George. <laughs> that would be never. All right, so let's go to this article from Zero Hedge. The Russian oil price cap isn't as simple as it seems. I could not agree more. And if you listen to the Biden administration or Ursula over at the EU or any of these clowns with the global elite, the Malthusian cult, they'll sit there and say, oh, well, yeah, this no problem here. We're just going to say that Russia, if you want to sell us your oil, we're not going to pay more than 60 bucks. And I mean, what's what's so difficult to understand about that? Well, as you guys know well, when central planners meddle with the economy, when they distort supply chains, bad things happen. And the politicians never pay the price. Absolutely not. It's always the little guy. It's always the poor and middle class who pay the price for the politicians' mistakes. And then the politicians come out of this completely unscathed because they say, oh, it's not our problem. No, Obviously, no one could have ever seen that happen. And then they try to dodge responsibility. And then they come in with another solution for more central planning. So the arsonist and the firefighter playing the exact same role, the politician. And uh, so let's get into some details as to the, not just the unintended consequences, but some of the knock-on effects that uh, could severely disrupt not only just global supply chains, but the entire energy market. And if we disrupt the entire energy market, then this leads to not only a crisis and potentially oil and other things, but if we have a crisis in oil, as you guys know from watching my videos, energy is the economy. Therefore, we would have a crisis in society. Key talking points. While a $60 barrel in oil price cap may sound straightforward, implementing it in what is a complex market could get very messy. Could, uh, will get very messy. And you would think that people would learn after shutting down the economy for the Cerveza sickness. You know, that was pretty straightforward. Oh yeah, just uh, tell people not to go to work. Tell them to stay at home and relax and just watch porn and get drunk in their basement. And um, yeah, they won't have any money, but uh, we'll just print up the money and give it to them. Yeah, no big deal. We And we see how that turned out. Now we're paying the consequences for that. And is Joe Biden paying the consequence? Is Klaus, is Ursula, is Trudeau? Are they paying the consequences for those mistakes? No, no. It's the poor and middle class that now can't afford to put food on the table. And I'm throwing it out there that we will most likely see something similar happen with this ridiculous price cap. And it just, just like the lockdowns, just like the sanctions against Russia in the first place. This is simply a, a, a virtue signal. And like I've said many, many times, like I said about the sanctions, it's just a way for rich people to feel good about themselves at the expense of poor people. Physical oil is nearly never traded at fixed prices, instead being sold at a premium or discount to forward prices of major benchmarks. Traders are now worried they might inadvertently violate the cap while banks are increasingly worried about the high compliance risk. You, you can just see this train wreck from a mile away. The $60 barrel price cap on Russian crude, which came into effect Monday, looks pretty straightforward. Buyers paying 60 bucks or less for barrel, a 
of Russia's crude, while we'll have full access to all EU G7 insurance and financing services associated with transporting Russian crude to non-EU countries. So what you start to recognize is this just this isn't just about the price. It's about the whole logistics of getting oil and transporting it around the globe. However, the physical oil market doesn't usually see trades with fixed prices. Oil is being priced or sold at a price premium or discount, okay, like we said, um, such as Brent or the Oman Dubai average. The price cap is much more complicated. As a result, traders of physical oil cargoes are confused by the price cap on Russian crude, wondering how a fixed price will work in a market that trades oil on a forward floating basis against international benchmarks. Physical oil traders, those who are willing to trade crude in compliance with the price cap, are also concerned that they could end up inadvertently violating the cap if, for an example, the price of Russia's flagship grade, Urals, with a discount to Brent is higher than $60 per barrel weeks after the oil trade has been made. It's just the classic story of the central planners thinking they know best and dealing with a complex system that they can't even comprehend. In this case, traders will be stuck with above $60 Russia crude that violates the price cap. So yeah, is that illegal? Are they going to jail? What happens? So my first thought here is liquidity is going to dry up in this market and it's going to be far more inefficient. And uh, if you have inefficiencies in the energy market, again, that makes the rich global elite feel good and it allows them to pander to their constituents and virtue signal at a global level. But the poor and middle class are inevitably going to pay the price. So now they're talking about these traders again. It seems like this is really a big deal. It's a much more complex space where they trade on formulas and spot differentials to a benchmark crude for the trading of actual cargoes, as well as for hedging that follows, said Driscoll, who has more than 30 years trading oil in Singapore. Another thing that I, I can't believe is these global leaders, quote unquote, uh, didn't consult with someone like this Driscoll fellow. I mean, are, are you sitting there? You're going to tell me that Ursula or or Biden or, or Trudeau or whomever's involved in this, you're telling me they didn't sit down with an expert and say, what happens to the oil market if we do this, uh, effectively put a price control on the oil coming out of Russia. And you know darn well that the experts said you are taking an incredible risk and there could be a lot of knock-on effects here that we can't even fathom. And the politicians take that information and they immediately throw it straight in the trash and say, ah, oh, unintended consequences be damned. Poor middle clap, <laughs> who cares about them? Not gonna affect my G7 or my G6 private jet. What do I care? I mean, these people are, are People making these decisions are the lowest form of human life. They're the absolute dregs of our society. Because think about the cost-benefit analysis they're doing that goes on in their mind. The costs, oh, well, we're just going to destroy the poor middle class. We're going to muck up another market. We're going to destroy global supply chains even further. But the benefit is that I get a virtue signal. Imagine being so sick in the head that that cost-benefit analysis actually made sense to you to where it was just a complete no-brainer. Oh, well, we've got to do the price caps. It's going to be better for me politically. I, I mean, you have to be just, you have to be a sociopath.
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Ceresna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Price revision would take into account a variety of factors. Oh, here we go. Yeah, and this is according to the EU. And this is from the same group along with the UN that says that, well, you know, price controls, they, they aren't that bad, but we, they can be, but you just have to do them the right way. And I mean, we are so smart and we're so sophisticated that we can implement price controls in a way that is incredibly efficient and productive. And although it's never been done in the past, just trust us because we have the intellect to micromanage every single one of these prices and to have the net effect be beneficial for the society at large. I mean, this is the arrogance that's going on here at the EU and the UN. And my and for those of you who watch my videos, you know I'm not just talking about this price control. I'm talking about price controls in general. The UN, I've done whiteboard videos on this, came out and said that they need to stop raising rates, global central banks, and we need to just implement price controls. And that's how we're going to solve inflation. But they've got to be just measured price controls. We, we've got to you know, allow us, the global elite, to determine what should go up in price and what shouldn't and to what degree. I mean, this is the same nonsense that we've seen play out in Russia, in China, and has been absolutely catastrophic. And it's just, it's a very simple concept in basic economics. And yet these global elite are just pushing us right off this cliff. Adding further confusion for physical oil traders is Russia's position on the matter. Moscow, Moscow says it will not trade its oil with countries that have joined the price gap. Well, that's pretty darn obvious. But Russia says the price gap artificially limits prices, a mechanism Moscow will not accept. Yeah, and they'll just sell to India. They'll sell to uh, uh, China. And another thing that uh, they pointed out, or Zoltan pointed out in this article, I think we discussed this the other day with gold going to 3,600. I talked about this in a whiteboard video that'll be out tonight, is he said that uh, Russian oil is already trading at a $30 discount. So what's the point in doing it, right? If, if oil is trading right now at, uh, let's say, what is it? Let's just say it's $80 a barrel. Okay, well, Russia's selling their oil to India for $60 or China for $60 and, and less on the global market. So if you're putting a price cap at $60, that, that, that doesn't do anything. You're not cutting off the supply of money going into Russia. This is just window dressing. This is all political theater. And unfortunately, this political theater is being paid for by the poor and middle class because they're going to suffer as a result of these sociopaths that, that we have at, in political leadership roles. There you have it, guys.
Uh, just keep your eye on this process and see what happens. And I would encourage you to um, not only pay attention to this, but when everything is said and done and we start to see the knock-on effects from this political insanity, let's make sure that as a group, as a community, that we hold these politicians and global elite responsible for their actions. If they're going to sacrifice the poor and middle class just to usurp power and control, we need to hold them accountable for the moral bankruptcy that they have shown over and over and over again. We can't give them a pass like we did with the lockdowns. We, we have to remember, even after the fact, that they're the ones that have inflicted this pain on society. And again, they need to be held accountable. We need to convict the arsonist. We must never again let the arsonist claim to be the firefighter. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.